weekend. Happy Friday to everybody watching. PFI picks Michael McQuaid, Michaela Fagan. Michaela, um, how are you doing? Are you good? All good. Yeah, we had a good weekend last week with um, Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins. And there's a good few games this weekend. And I'm looking forward to the Jags and San Francisco 49ers. I think that'll be a really, really interesting one. You're going to have a look at that one. But I just think that's a good matchup because, you know, the 49ers haven't been playing well the last few games. And but the Jaguars have been going really strong. So I think that'll be a very, very interesting matchup. And then you have the Detroit Lions against the Chargers. And you got the Cowboys against the Giants. That's not going to really be an amazing game. Cowboys are probably going to annihilate them. But we have a lot of interesting matchups anyway. Danny DeVito's son playing for the Giants at quarterback. Um, let's go on firstly and just talk, talk about this final game uh, internationally. It's relevant because... It's the final international game of the season, the fifth game of the season for some people heading. Um, it's been great to get everybody to a game or two. I enjoyed our time at Wembley, Michaela, and hoping we get a lot more going down the stretch. Um, this game is really interesting. It's the Colts going up against the Patriots. And look, I, I think, I don't think it's one of the hardcore fans. I think it's like, from what I've seen already, like, so we're recording this on Thursday night. We've got a couple of friends in Frankfurt already, and it's, even with Patriots fans, I think it's going to be great crack. It's going to be a very good atmosphere. The Colts are favourite for the game in the spread at minus one and a half, and the over and under is 42. Now, I don't like the over based upon the fact that the Patriots, if they show up defensively, I think they can hold the Colts. And if they win the game, the Patriots, I don't think it's going to be that high. So, for example, if, Michaela, if the Patriots, for me, get over like 20, 21, 22 points, I don't think the Colts get past that. If they were to win the game, obviously mathematically they can't, but I don't think it hits the over in that sense. Um, Jonathan Taylor obviously playing for the Colts. You've got Gardner Minshew, but I think the Patriots, with the aspect of it being a de facto home game for them, I think the atmosphere will be electric. I've got a feeling they'll just get over the line with their defense, make a couple of plays in the run game. Um, Sebastian Vollmer is bringing his team to Germany. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an extremely proud moment for him. I'm going to take the Patriots to win what I hope is a good game. 27 to 21. I'm just happy I'm going to go into an NFL game this weekend. Are you taking the Colts or the Patriots, Mikhail? See, I usually really like the Patriots, but they've just been... Oh, not the Patriots, sorry, the Colts. I usually really like the Colts. I like Gardner Minshew. I like some of their players, but they've just been, you know, sh shocking sometimes, you know, um, the last few games. Like, they sh there's so definitely some teams they should be beaten. Um, so... I think I'm going to take the Patriots with this one just because I think, you know, they have the experience of Bill Belichick. You know, Mac Jones can be decent at times. You know, I know he hasn't really been playing that great since his rookie season. But, um, you know, you'd probably take him over Gardner Minshew and your team. So um, I'm just going to go with experience in this game. So I'm going to go with uh, the Patriots to win. But what if... Now, saying that, um, what I do look at as well is I'd be looking at the over-under. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I do think it's going to be quite low. Um, so if I was betting, I'd do Patriots money line and possibly um, the under score, which I think is 42.5. So it'll be less than that point scored. Patriots even money to win the game. Uh, Colts favorite of four to five, quite close in the odds. 
Uh, yeah, Colts put up a lot of points against a very stout Browns defense three or four weeks ago now. You don't really know what you're going to get. And I think that's what I like as a junkie of this game. I I like the possibilities. And I think for sort of NFL fans from three to four to five years ago, uh, Aguilar, uh, sorry, Rigor is playing. And then you've got Ezekiel Elliott also. So just guys that I haven't seen in a while. And I'm really excited to see the Patriots. I'm excited to see what the Patriots do in the city of Frankfurt as well this weekend. So props to both teams coming over. I'm going to take the Pats uh, plus one and a half. I'm going to take the money line as well. Not sure, as Michaela said, also about the over under, but I like the Pats and the money that I I think if, if, I think this is a game that they win, um, and they get their third win of the season. Maybe it's downhill from there, but um, it's interesting. I just can't wait to see Bill Belichick. So we will take it from there. Michaela, um, what, what game do you want to look at this week? Um, so one of the games that I'm looking at, I would have looked at the 49ers and Jacksonville Jaguars, but you nicked that one. But I don't blame you because it, it, it is probably going to be bad. It, it is probably going to be the game I watch at six because I did mention on Monday morning football that even though I really enjoy watching Red Zone, I think it there's I just seem to enjoy watching full games more. I don't know what it is. So, and especially at a game of that caliber, I'll be watching the 49ers at the Jacksonville Jaguars, but. Um, you're going to have a look at that one in a few minutes. So I think um, a matchup that's really interesting is the Browns at the Baltimore Ravens because that will be a very, very interesting game um, for the, in terms of, you know, the AFC North. You know, that's a very tight division. They got the Steelers, they got the Ravens, they got the Browns, and they got the Bengals. Um, looking at this one, you know, I think, you know, Deshaun Watson is back as well so you know that would give the Browns a, a bit more kind of opportunity to beat the Ravens but you know I don't think they're they're gonna beat the Ravens you know Lamar Jackson is definitely the MVP among quarterbacks this year um so I if I was looking at that I'd be um looking at the the Baltimore Ravens and um, obviously their money line is not not good value it's one to three so if I was looking at that I would be looking at the um handicap so they are minus six and a half and um, but you know me i like to up the handicap so i might up that to minus nine and a half and um, because i do think they could beat them by 10 points uh so i would probably put minus nine and a half handicap and um, for the baltimore ravens that's 13 to 10 um odds um, I think this is a really interesting game in the sense of where both teams are going. Like we've seen, especially at home, how effective the Browns' defense is. There's been times when they go away from home, like that time in Indianapolis, where they've had plays and they've saved plays, but they've still conceded a lot of points. And you cannot concede points when you go to Baltimore. That is the reality of the game. Look. I'll take the Ravens to win this game at one to three on, of course. Do I like the spread of six and a half? I, I don't know if I do, to be honest with you. And I I just feel like this could be a little bit of a trap game for the Ravens. There's so much expectation in Baltimore now in terms of just how well they're playing on both sides of the ball. And I think anybody with half a football brain would see at the moment the way that Lamar Jackson is playing. He is going in for... In my opinion, he's going to be up potentially for MVP this year. And that's not even a bold take because he's that good. Um, how he's improved as a player has been excellent. His decision-making, how he's like just coming out of the pocket. And 
the time he's now giving himself, sorry, giving himself, I think is superb. So certainly for me, I like where this Ravens offense is going, but I've been very impressed with Stefanski and just this Browns offense on defense. I obviously I think we're gonna have a situation where it takes time for Deshaun Watson to get back to where he was. If he if he can ever get back to that is a whole different conversation, of course. However, if you look at how he's come out over the last few weeks and stuff, he sort of said to himself, you know, I was wrong to try and bring myself back in for some games. I need to take the medical advice and I need to wait and sit it out. If he goes in at the time of recording, if he does start this weekend, um, I'll be really intrigued to see how he plays. Um, but I'll take the Ravens to win. I think it'll be closer than what many think. But I wouldn't be surprised all the same if the Browns pulled up a result in Baltimore because it would be the most Baltimore Ravens thing ever. And, and like also the Browns pulled up a result against the San Francisco 49ers with a backup quarterback they were sensational San- as well like, you know, the, the defense we had that game were, were so good Like, yeah I know you're probably looking at me and you're kind of like you're crazy to pull you know to, bump, to bump up the handicap to minus nine, minus nine and a half but honestly you know if you're gonna bet on that game like you said it can be close but like if you think the Ravens are gonna win, there's no value for me personally in the one you want to the one to three, you know. Um you wanna take a little bit of uh risk, so that's why I'm saying, you know, if you think the Baltimore Ravens are gonna win, you know, unless you're doing an accumulator, I wouldn't um do the money line. That's I just said might as well do the handicap and try bump up the handicap a little bit, you know. If if you're confident that they can win and if they play as well as they did last week and put up you know, 30-odd points, they could easily beat the Browns by more than a touchdown. I haven't sent my picks in for our picks graphic this week yet, and I'm glad I haven't because at the time of recording, I find it very, very difficult to pick between the Niners and the Jags. I'm already seeing Niners fans get annoyed at people picking the Jags, but the reality is the way that the Jags have went over the last 18 months and just increased their offensive progress has been nothing sort of sensational. The Niners have a bye week. They really struggle over two to three weeks prior to that. And look, if you actually watch the tape, folks, actually watch every play that Brock Purdy has made, seven to eight out of ten plays he's made in the last three games, he's been fine. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody is going to make mistakes in the league at some point. I'm not concerned about him. I think the Jags will put it up massively against the Niners. They've got such a good offense and the weapons that they have, especially the run game with Travis Etienne, is sensational. I think Brock Purdy makes a statement and goes to Jacksonville in the early window and beats the Jags. And this is it's, it's a statement because the, both teams are really, really good. Um, the handicap is minus three and a half for the Niners, over 45 and a half in the handicap, and it's three to five on for the Niners, 11 to eight for the Jags. So sort of give or take in terms of value you can get. Uh, I'll take the Niners minus three and a half. I think it'll be a very close game. I think the Niners will pull away at the end. Um, that being said, the beauty about the NFC this season for them is if they do lose, it's still not over. They will be in a situation where they'll start to look behind their backs at Seattle, for example. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about the Rams, what's going on there. We see Kyler's coming back to Arizona. So that's the whole situation this week. But... I'll take the Niners. I like them against the Jags, but again, Michaela, in the back of my head, I'm saying, like, I can imagine myself right now sitting in Frankfurt Airport and something like going, why didn't I pick the Jags? Um, who's your pick on this week? Um, I'm going to go the opposite of you. I'm going to go with the Jaguars just because I think the Jaguars are red hot at the moment. 
Um, you know, the San Francisco 49ers lost their last three games. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think they're going to be in the NFC Championship. But, you know, they're actually going up against a team that, you know, seems to be for the next foreseeable couple of years, they look like they're going to be a playoff contender every year. You know, they're not going to some Mickey Mouse team anymore. Like with the Jaguars, they're actually going to be up against like you know like a rival that you know could be in the Super Bowl either this year or in the next couple of years um I just think you know the Jaguars have already bet the bills I think the Jaguars can beat the 49ers they're really putting the stamp on the NFL to be like we're here like we're we can be you know the mediocre teams and we can be you know the top contenders um and it's only that you know the Jaguars have home field advantage you know California to Florida that's you know that's the whole length of the country to San Francisco 49ers have to come and to play that game. Um, you know, so, and the Jaguars obviously have more fans, be more their atmosphere, you know, Duval is, is one of the best chance in the NFL, I think. And not only that, you know, the odds are good for the 49ers as well. Um, looking at the odds, they're 11 to 8 to win. Um, but you know me, I like messing around with handicaps. So um, they're obviously... Um, eight 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 sport has them as the plus favorites, but because you know, I think they could they can beat the Jag. Uh, they can beat the Forty ers I'm gonna change the handicap so that the Jaguars have the minus handicap, and the furthest I can put it down is minus two and a half. And I think the Jaguars can easily beat the San Francisco Forty ers by a field goal. Or um, so if you put five euro on that, you get thirteen back. You're doubling your money. So I'm gonna say. Go with the Jaguars and either do the money line or change their handicap to the minus handicap, minus two and a half. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Um, right. I think that's like the most controversial, like not, not you, but I'm talking everyone. It's like the most controversial game of the week because everyone's going to have so many picks. It's, it's, that's the beauty of the NFL. When we were doing the picks, I think um, the last um, 49ers game, it was the Bengals and the 49ers. And if you're kind of looking at them, and you're kind of like, okay, well, the 49ers started off really well and the Bengals didn't. But the reason I picked the Bengals, not only because I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, was because if you look at their record, the Bengals had won three in a row. The 49ers had lost two in a row. So, you know, it's about momentum as well. And Burrow's been playing out of his skin as well. At the time, we're recording T. Higgins and uh, Jamar Chase are, are doubtful for the weekend, which is interesting. What's your second and last game, Michaela, that you're going to look at? My second last game was. You are probably going to remember more than me. Oh. Hold on, no, don't no, don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> I was looking at ah yes, this one is it's one of my um, it's probably the nine o'clock. This is a good game. It is a great game. The Detroit Lions at the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that is going to be a fantastic. I think that is going to be a very, very high scoring game because you got Justin Herbert, you got Jared Goff. I think. Honestly, I think Jared Goff is one of the best quarterbacks, and like, like he's easily top five. Like, you kind of would would be lucky to have him on any team. And when he was on that Los Angeles Rams, you wouldn't say that. But looking at his progress in Detroit, like the Detroit Lions are so lucky. They got like they got the picks for Stafford, and they got a really, really good quarterback. I'm a big, big fan of uh, Jared Goff and um, and Justin Herbert. So I'm hoping this is gonna be. A brilliant game, and um, the Lions are the favourites. Um, so you know that I think this is the hardest game to call because 
I went against the Chargers last week and they bet the Jets now. I know kind of beating the Jets isn't like a major, major thing. Um, so I do think that the Lions um, will win this game. Um, they're minus two and a half. I'd say it's kind of going to be a shootout. I think it's, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, end to end, hopefully. Um, obviously, the odds aren't... Um, the best for the Lions because I think they're they're he- not heavily heavily favorites, but you know they're favorites. So um, if I was looking at this, I'd either do the Detroit Lions money line, which is twelve to nineteen, or I'd do over forty eight and a half points scored in the game, which is ten to eleven. What weird odds, twelve to nineteen? Very weird. I know. Um, yeah, I was kind of looking at it, and I was like, I cannot even um, like comprehend. If I put money on that, how much will I get back? I know they tell you if you do, but I actually, this is a great slate of games this Sunday, and it's the Sunday before I am off to the States. So I'm very excited to watch this 9 o'clock and 6 o'clock slot with the Jags and 49ers and the Lions and Chargers. Me and Frankfurt this week, you in the States next week, safe travels. Um, I like the Chargers. I'm not picking against the year. I just feel like this is the most Charger thing ever. They lose against the Jets. against, And I've been very vocal about Zach Wilson's progress. The Jets' offense were so... Sorry, they win against the Jets. They, The progress that the Jets had made step by step for them to go out and play like that was really, really poor against the Chargers. Great win for the Chargers last week. I think they build on it this week and they make their usual yearly sort of hype train move and beat the Lions at home on, on Sunday. I like, I mean, in terms of, if you're on the fence, in terms of who's going, I do like the over. You know, you've got two offenses there that are going to put up points. Uh, but I'll take the Chargers to cover. I'll take the Chargers in the money line. Uh, and I'm going to charge myself up. And I'm going to stay on the AFC West, finally. Um, my Denver Broncos are going to Buffalo on Monday Night Football. Um, and why are we talking about this? Well, handicap is seven and a half of the Bills at 10 to 11 on. The over-under is 46 and a half. And the Bills are quite, quite good money. Not 29 to 100 on. So basically like 3 to 10 on. Um, the Broncos are 11 to 4 on the money line. Good money. Almost 3 to 1 odds. The Bills have been struggling. There's no doubt in, in, in there's no doubt about that. The way that the Broncos played against the Chiefs went into a bye. They've rested up. They're going to have a lot of confidence. Vaughn Millers came out and said this is not a revenge game for him. So he doesn't really consider the Broncos a threat. That saddens me a wee bit after everyone I've been through with my man Vaughn. I think the Bills will win the game. Do I think the Bills will cover the spread at seven and a half? I really do not know, Michaela. This is a very, very weird Bills team which will either go out and win very closely or they'll go out and demolish the Broncos. And I just don't know what I'm going to see. I would not be surprised if I wake up on Tuesday morning and the Broncos will win by two or three points because we just don't know where this Bill team is. I'd be intrigued to hear what you think, but if the Broncos are ever going to go on a run now, you beat the Chiefs, go to Buffalo and put on a game. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be a decent game for a neutral, to be fair, after the win that they've had against Kansas City. Yeah, you know, um, I was kind of surprised you looked at this game. Like, I'm surprised you didn't jump on the Chargers and the Lions um, because I think that's one of the best games in the Sunday slate. You know, I look at this game and I'm kind of like, you know, the Denver Broncos are just, you know, they're just not a team to be afraid of. You know, the Buffalo Bills are, you know, they have Josh Allen, who's a, a top five quarterback. What are you going to say? 
I mean, they beat the, the Chiefs' offense two weeks ago, the Super Bowl champions. I, I looked. They put, they beat the Chiefs' offense. They only scored twenty four points and beat the Chiefs. Their defense was superb, albeit the game was yeah, a hole. How the wrong games here where they've been very good on the defense. There's been games where they've been good on the offense and been bad on the defense. It just feels like if it was ever going to switch a wee bit with Peyton, it, it could be now. And again. The majority of people are not really going to give them a chance in hell going into the game. The reason I picked this game is because it's the most time relevant one. I like to pick Monday Night Football um, because it goes in for the weekend and it's obviously the last game. Look, I I would sort of wonder a little bit just what sort of Josh Allen are we going to see? Because that Broncos defense are not that bad. Yes, they put up 70 points against Miami, but that was a whole shit show. I'm saying generally they've got some standout players. Justin Simmons could wreck this Bills offense on Monday night if it happened. That being said, though, you'd expect uh, Mikhail and the Bills to go out and win this game all the same. Yeah, you see, it's kind of it's an it's a I know what you mean that the Chiefs lost to the to the Broncos. I actually kind of forgot about that. I forget that the Chiefs have lost the game except for that opener to the Detroit Lions at the start of the season. Um but, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the Broncos aren't going to put another one up over a playoff team. And, you know, the Chiefs are going to lose a couple of games here and there, you know, regardless of who they lose them to. You know, the best teams always do lose to, you know, a mediocre or per team. Um, So I think, you know, the Bills have been struggling a little bit. They kind of, you know, they've lost a couple of games over the last couple of weeks. Um. You know, so they really, really kind of need to step their game up and kind of now get back into this and kind of show that they should be a team that people should be afraid of rather than a team that can make to make it to the wild card and then be gone out. Um, so I would um be betting on the Bills for this game. Um, I don't like the money line. It's it's like twenty nine to a hundred, so I don't like that. Um, again, I wouldn't bet on this game just because the odds are so low for the Bills like I mean bet on it if you're a Broncos fan or if, if you think that you know the Broncos are going to pull another surprise win over you know one of the best teams in the seven and a half isn't bad for a Bills fan if, if you believe in the Bills Mikhail, seven. I mean because people would argue Vaughn Miller Leonard Floyd Mike McGinch he's not going to have a good day against them seven and a half uh, for the Bills is almost even money if, if you like them minus seven and a half it's not too bad I guess yeah so what I've done again you know I like to mess with the handicap so I put it up to minus nine and a half because I think the the Bills could get a touchdown and a field goal like at least to beat them if they're having a really really good game they could beat them by two touchdowns but you know if you're going to bet on this game you want to have the odds being a little bit decent so that's why I'm saying up the money line a little bit to minus nine and a half again it's only one touchdown and it's only one field goal it's very very achievable for the Bills against you know one of the lesser teams in the NFL. So if you up the if you up the um the handicap, it'll be twenty three to twenty minus nine and a half on the Buffalo Bills. Finally, Michaela, just before uh, we go, if you had the opportunity to ask Bill Belichick anything this weekend after a game, what would it be? Hmm. What would I ask Bill Belichick? Are they going to move on from Mac Jones? the end of the season that's what I'd ask him hey, uh, he's not going to answer though. It is the thing like, yeah, but he, yeah I'd be like he'd, he'd probably eat the head off you but that's what I'd like to ask him are they going to draft a quarterback will he even be there is the question 
that's a whole different thing. That's why I'm excited because it's like maybe this could be the last time. Um, I'll bring you back a bar of rock from Germany and uh, enjoy enjoy this day next week. Um, I'm presuming you're going to be on these podcasts next week. If not, let me know. All good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing my laptop with me, host, and we will see what. Yeah, no, I'm bringing it with me because I'm going to throw it in my backpack so there won't be any weight issues. And, you know, as we can see, as you can see, there's no microphone, there's no uh, camera attached to the computer because I had a little freak out last week and it still sounds really, really good. So I will be bringing my laptop and my charger so I can do podcasts in the States. Love it. Love it. You can hear folks, Michaela and Connor, Monday, Monday morning football this week as well. Michaela, thank you very much for your help. Uh, 18 plus, please be gamble aware, folks. Look, only about what you can afford in the NFL this week. Do not be putting money on stuff you can't afford. Uh, big thanks to 88. They're making a lot of things happen for us this year. We, we appreciate them. Michaela, thank you. Go me Moggets. Uh, and folks, if you see me this weekend, give us a shout. Yeah? Give you soon, folks.